Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Hey friends and fellow no bullshitters, excited for another episode. This week we are talking about why motivation is bullshit, why you need to stop relying on it, and what to do instead. We also talk about my powerlifting meat preparation, how to get comfortable in the gym, fat shaming 50 cent, Yes, I can't believe that we're actually saying this. Total bullshit, by the way, and so much more. Now let's do this. Matt. Beth, what's going on, Beth? Hi, what's going on? I feel like I haven't talked to you forever. Well, since last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, our TikTok lives aside, right? Um, uh-huh. yeah, everything's going really well for me. Um, keeping busy, keeping busy, very busy for sure. But uh, yeah, how about, how about you? How's Florida going? It's good. It's good. It's, uh, I'm acclimating to working in vacation mode. Yeah. Like I I'm, I'm not on vacation. I'm in vacation, but I'm not. Sure. Yeah. Because I I mean, you're, you're there for a month, so you can't just be on vacation the the entire time, you know, you still need to run your business and coach. So yeah, exactly. So that's definitely, so you're adapting to that then it sounds like, which is good. I know that first week was probably a whirlwind for you. Yeah, well, um, we drove, you know, it took 48 hours to get here. And no, Jesus. not 48 hours, 24 hours, two okay. days. We, I was going to um, say, did you get hit with the snowstorm on the way down there too or something? Because no. I know you, your departure was delayed because of a snowstorm. Yes. Um, but we spent the night in Virginia and okay. then, you know, we drove the next day. So it took 24 hours, but in general, like 12 hours a day. Got it. Um, got it. And then when we got here the next day, our my friend Hunter and his wife came for nine days. So we just went from traveling to having people, uh, you know, stay with us. So it was like entertaining and having fun. And then me trying to figure out how I'm going to work in the midst of all that. Sure. Um, So I felt a little discombobulated, but um, the house is clear now and it's just my husband and my son. So it's, I can do a A little bit more chill now. So you can, yeah, yeah, that's good. You're finding that you're finding that balance. So yes. Awesome. Awesome. I, uh, so I'm in the middle of my powerlifting meet preparation, I should say. That's going uh-huh. really well for me. I'm super fucking excited for this. I just, we're about almost done with uh, week four of the prep. Um, yep. So I'm down four pounds in those four weeks, you know, um, right on track because I needed to lose eight pounds in eight weeks. So uh-huh. there you I'm go. Doing that, doing that without track. I haven't tracked a single fucking thing, you know. That's awesome. I, I just goes to show you that, um, you know, you can do this without having to track calories, right? You can be in a calorie mm-hmm. deficit without, without tracking calories, which I, we say all the time. Yeah. Um, not going to be easy at first. You, you gotta, you gotta work on some shit, but, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. So totally. Awesome. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is I'm going to do a TikTok video about this here today, but my weight jumped up two pounds today, which is, which happens mm-hmm. all the time. But I, you know, I made a video on my Instagram story last night to talking about how I was going to go get some barbecue food. You know, that's why my weight jumped up, right? I had more yeah. sodium, more carbs than normal. So of course my, my body weight went up today and it doesn't mean anything. It's going to go back down tomorrow or the day after it'll be, it'll be back to where it was. So yeah, that, uh, you had some barbecue chicken on fries or something. I don't know, but that looked good. Yeah, it was, it was, um, the really the, the legit hand cut fries, right. Um, with, uh, pull, uh, brisket, barbecue brisket mm. and coleslaw and baked beans and barbecue sauce. Oh my God. It's like heaven so do you have like a really good barbecue place near you or something 
Yeah, literally, I can I can see it from my backyard. It's right across the street. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so it's really good. Um, they make really good handcrafted um, gourmet barbecue sandwiches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you're if you're just craving like ribs and things like that, they have that too. But they're known yeah. for their their specialty sandwiches. So love it. Yeah. Super. Super. Um, so how is everything going in the coaching world for you? You just oh my fucking a- god. You just started up a new group coaching uh, round, right? Yeah, I got group coaching going. That's been super fun. I have a lot of people in there. Um, I yeah. love I love group coaching. I really do because I think it's um, community is huge and mm-hmm. accountability. And I love when everyone's posting in the group and everyone mm-hmm. like helps each other out. Um, yes. I really love that. But there's always the beginning and we're going to get into this in the podcast. Yep. Um, yep. You know, uh, the beginning few weeks where people either they're all or nothing and, mm-hmm. you know, the motivation, it's like, yeah. okay, well, this you're building a lifestyle you can stick to. You're not going to know how to do this because you're not following like a fucking keto plan or something where you're like, there's no structure, uh, right? Yeah. So you're no building rules. structure. And what people need to realize that this shit takes time and you're not going to be perfect at it. And it's okay to like, not know what you're doing and be uncomfortable. It's like you, you have to push through that. Um, And the whole time thing too. Then the next question we get is, well, how long is it going to take? It takes fucking as long as it needs to take. Fuck. Yes. yes. It it takes as long as it needs to take. Um, When I was preparing for this episode, so this is a really good segue for us. We're going to talk about motivation, Mm -hmm. right? And how we can say, fuck you to your motivation. Um, but, you know, there was a study um, back in 2009 that I found um, in this study uh, of 96 people, um, the number of days to achieve uh, automaticity for a particular task ranged anywhere from 18 to 254 days. That's how Whoa. long it was taking people to establish habits. So mm-hmm. it varies. It varies on the person, it, um, yeah. you know, their, their unique circumstances. Um, and what the study also showed us was that just missing one opportunity, right? Missing a day, missing a day here and there to perform that habit and build that good habit and behavior behind it didn't mm-hmm. fucking matter, right? Exactly. So you skip a day, get right back on track. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. has no impact on the habit formation process. So what matters then, right, is repetition, 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 yes. consistency, patience. Mm-hmm. You know, with repetition of a behavior in a consistent context, automaticity increases following that asymptotic curve, um, mm-hmm. which, which that can be modeled at the individual level. So there's no time frame to this shit. It takes, it takes as long yeah. as it takes. You need to put yeah. in the work and the effort and the consistency. So I think people give themselves unrealistic timelines. Um, and that's why I say it's like, don't, don't give yourself a fucking timeline. This is a lifetime thing. So yeah. Yeah. Time's going to pass you by anyway. You might as well be fucking patient. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause you you've know, been doing, you've been doing everything else your I entire mean, life and that shit hasn't worked yet up to this point. Yeah. So why are you trying to rush this? You know? Exactly. Um, and there's a quote that I found actually um, online that I want to kind of start this with, and we can kind of go from there. And I think you'll uh-huh. love this. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't know who to um, attribute it to the quote that I found attributed to anonymous. So if anybody knows who okay. it was, please tell me producer Tom, please look into this for us. You know, so, (laughs) um, so here it is. Fuck motivation. It's a fickle and unreliable little dick fuck and isn't worth your time. (laughs) Better to cultivate discipline than to rely on motivation. Force yourself to do things, force yourself to get up out of bed and fucking practice, force yourself to work. 
Motivation is fleeting and it's easy to rely, rely on because it requires no concentrated, concentrated effort to get. Motivation comes to you. You don't have to chase after it. So, nice. I mean, that could literally be the entire episode right there too. Um, yeah. But there's so much more we can build on from there. You know. Oh, totally. That um, sounds like a jo Jocko saying. Do you know who Jocko Willink is? I do. Maybe it was him. I'll have to, I'll have to try to uh -huh. cross-reference that. Or David but Goggins or someone like that. Either one of those two guys, they're, they're amazing, yeah. you know, hard asses, no bullshitters, no excuses. Right. Kind of thing. No, <laughs> we don't have to be like that, but you know. <laughs> right. We're also no excuses to a certain extent, right? Like yeah. um, one of the things that I, especially recently here in Ohio, and you thankfully you kind of avoided this recent snowstorm um, was the whole walking thing. I was really hammering mm. down on that. Like if you made a promise to yourself to go on your daily walk, and as long as it's not unsafe for you to do so, and you're not doing it because there's some fucking snow outside and it's cold, yeah. that's an excuse right there. Like you're mm -hmm. using, if you give yourself uh, an opportunity or if you give yourself that, open that door up to make excuses, you'll be taking that excuse every single time. Yeah. Yeah. I think people don't, don't uh, hold themselves accountable enough. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you, you know, like they're always giving it, well, I think I'm just not going to track tonight or, you know, right. I, would say, I just, I just want to, you know, not do it for a little bit it's, or you know, I don't need to walk. I'll do It's like, no, you fucking do it. Like you keep giving yourself these excuses, but then you're wondering why it's taking you X amount of time and you're not right. where you want to be mm -hmm. because you keep fucking not showing up for yourself. Right. Um, you want something, you fucking do it. I, I, I hate to be that person to say that, but it's really, it really comes down to that. Yeah. And, and let me be clear here too, like, right. Motivation. I'm sure a lot of your new group clients are, are experiencing this. Maybe they had motivation in the beginning, but now they've been doing it for a week or two. That motivation is probably mm -hmm. starting to wear off. And motivation yeah. is great for getting you started, yes. you know, but what happens then, you know? Um, and you know, Jordan Syed says this all the time, losing weight quickly is great. Cause you know, losing weight quickly shows you're motivated, right? Yeah. Like, great. Okay. But then what happens, you know, um, mm -hmm. like I'm not motivated to go work out. I'm not motivated to, to lose 24 pounds or you are, maybe you are mo motivated to lose 24 pounds, but then what, what happens mm -hmm. once you reach that goal? If you, yeah. if you're just, you know, fueling your body off of motivation that entire time, it's going to, it's going to burn off. So if yeah, you haven't yeah. done the inner work to, um, take advantage of that and, build good habits and take discipline, uh, take action to build discipline where you're not going mm -hmm. on, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. You got to be consistent and build the habits. And because, you know, like you, you know, we're not motivated to do all this shit. over. you think we want to walk, yeah. I mean, uh, and go to the gym for, uh, but at this point, like it's part of my routine. I've built mm -hmm. up the habit. If I don't do it, I feel weird, but I yeah. still have to convince myself. Okay. You, you go to the fucking gym today. Fucking mm -hmm. it's fucking leg day. Yeah. Um, but you know, I could sit here and contemplate with myself for two hours, but I end up doing it. Yeah. Right. And, and also on that note, like I'm not saying never take a day off or never take a rest right. or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I believe in transparency and on the days that I don't get my walk-in, I usually post about it on Instagram. Like, Hey, uh -huh. I didn't get my walk-in or I've been slacking getting my walks in. I haven't done that in quite a while because I haven't been skipping any of my walks or anything. I've really right. been taking pride and, and pushing through especially with this shit weather that we, we just got over. Um, I'm still doing the things I needed to do, but also the using the walk as an, another example, let's say you don't go on that walk. 
I want you doing something like, please just mm -hmm. hold yourself accountable to do something. Maybe you do an indoor workout. Maybe you do a workout video on YouTube or ride a stationary bike or walk on the treadmill. That's all cool too. But when you promise yourself, you're going to do the thing and then you don't, you, you don't do it and you, there are no alternatives. That's what I take problem with because now you're yeah. just bullshitting yourself. Exactly. We have yeah. to, and that's where it starts really. This is definitely a reoccurring theme for this podcast, right? Is mm -hmm. being honest with ourselves. It, yes, it started, like, we started with Susan Nebergall, like with yep. our first guest. Yep, she 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 coined the term. I, I you know stop bullshitting yourself or something like yeah. that. and it's true. It's true. Um, you know, and you can bullshit us as your coaches if we're your coach or anything like that. But ultimately, the only person you're really bullshitting is yourself. You yeah. can lie to us, you can lie to other people, but you you know, mm -hmm. and that what that's going to do is it's going to. Um, make you feel even feel even more guilty for not doing these things when you're when yeah. you're coming up with excuses and lying to yourself. Yep, you're the only one that you're hurting. Mm -hmm. So, with this whole motivation and excuses thing, uh, where can where where are you starting with a lot of your clients and group clients and or group coaching clients to help us start building this discipline or, or defeating motivation? Really, um, just taking action taking mm -hmm. action that something, something is like so simple that you can, you can focus on like that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to fucking um, not do it. Like that's okay. impossible to say no to. Right. So focus on that and then master that and then, then add something else um, yeah. and, and be okay with not being perfect. I think everyone like they really get caught up in their fucking head. Um, I didn't Nobody do this and I didn't do that. And it's like, but what did you what, do? Focus on things you did do, right? Right? Like stop focusing on what you didn't do. It's like they let that bog them down and then they feel just strangled by it all. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And like, you know, and their own thoughts about, you know, I don't know, um, I've failed before, so I'm going to fail again. It's like we, we have to reframe the way. Yes, yeah, so many, so many of those. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, you have to believe in yourself and your ability to succeed. Um, really. Yeah, for sure. So it starts with building a really good routine. And this is something that we talked, I talked about with my, with my uh, clients, with my business last week on, on one of our group calls was um, building healthy habits and, and sustainable habits. And like you said, it's, it starts with, it doesn't matter how small it like the smaller, the better when it comes to habit building yeah. action, literally, there needs to be something so small that you can't say no to. Right. Um, literally, like for me, it's, um, in the morning when I'm walking my dog and I make my coffee, I start drinking my water first thing, you know, I, I've attached my starting drinking water to making, uh, making coffee. So I've taken that one thing I was already doing and added something onto it. That was really small and easy for me to do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what am I going to do? Sit there, scroll social media, or maybe pick up a few things around the house or something. I don't know, but, um, dr right. drinking, drinking my thing of water takes 30 seconds, uh, while I'm doing my coffee. So, yeah, simple. Simple, simple. Um, so building that routine is definitely, that's why a lot of people will fail and when they're relying on motivation because they have no structure, no routine. Um, they're just mm -hmm. kind of flying off this, the edge of their seat. Um, yeah, yeah. But also once we kind of have that routine established and we, we, or we start working on the routine, there's a whole nother aspect of this, which is support. Um, having a support system, a support group. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's a coach. It doesn't need to be a coach like you, you or me. It could right. be a group of friends. It could be a Facebook group of like-minded individuals. It could yeah. be, you know, following some motivational speaker on, on Instagram mm -hmm. or TikTok or something. 
Um, yeah. But having support, a support system is so, so crucial. So huge. Yeah. Find a walking buddy, a workout buddy, you know, that always really helps uh, having someone to meet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It really does. Workout buddies are great. Um, I literally had one client sign up with us last week and um, she referred her, her friend to me without even uh, uh, working a single day with us because she knew that she did really well with having this her friend along beside her, even though as her coaches, you know, we're there providing her accountability and support, but having that in-person accountability was, she knew it was so important to her. So she made sure that her friend got on board with us too, which, which is so important for sure. (sighs) Okay. Um, what, so then this all or nothing thing, that's always a a reoccurring theme here too, because people, when we're building these habits, and taking action, we're going to falter. And I, I shouldn't say falter. We're going to hit a, a roadblock, right? Somewhere along mm-hmm. the way. We're going to miss yeah. a day. We're going to we're gonna overeat. Let's be real here with ourselves. We're going to overeat at some point. We're going to eat more than we planned to because the yeah. food was really fucking good. Or maybe we were stress eating, emotional eating that day. That's okay. It stops right mm-hmm. there. Like you did it. Okay. Let's look, let's use this opportunity to move on, to learn from it. You know, if we, if we were stress eating or emotional eating, Let's figure out why we turn to food for, for stress yeah. and, and relief, right? Um, awareness. Awareness is key. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I feel like a lot of people too also think that if they did fail, they fucked up forever. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you have to take it as a learning experience. Okay. What yeah. did you learn from that? So what? You fucking overate. What could you have done differently next? What could you do differently next time? Yeah. Um, how are you feeling before? What happened during the day? Right. Um, you know, how are you feeling during? How are you feeling after? It's like you really have to be aware of all those things and mm-hmm. take it as a learning experience. Failing is learning. Yes. The only way it's failure is if you don't learn from it and if you stop altogether. Yeah, exactly. Failure, like failure isn't a bad thing, you know. There's failure and there's failing, right? And and mm-hmm. fa- failing is a really good learning opportunity. It's not a bad thing. So maybe we need to start reframing right. people's minds about that too. Uh, or maybe we just don't call it failing, but you know, it is w- like, it's fail gracefully, fail, fail, fail and, and learn yeah. from it and be a better person because of it. You can become stronger. You, you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. It's like if your child failed a test, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, did you study enough? What could mm-hmm. you better do better next time to, you know, so that doesn't happen again. Right. Like, okay. Well, maybe yeah. next time I need to plan my studying, you know, you just, it's not like they're, they're doomed forever because they got a bad grade. Right. Yeah. That it's one, it's one grade over one the little entire grade, semester yeah. or quarter, whatever it is you're, you're doing, you know, um, your, the collection of grades over the course of that semester or quarter is what matters. Just like mm-hmm. with building healthy like habits. Anything and working out and eating and things like that. That one day, that one meal isn't going to mean fuck all. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and motivation too, it's a, it's a feeling, right? It's, it's not something tangible, you know, it's, it's, it's a feeling and it's going to come and go just like emotions, you know, happiness. We're not always happy. We can't expect to always be happy. And anybody tells you they're always happy they're Well, they're fucking lying to you as well. You know, Um, happiness comes and goes, but we always are working towards it to, to, to try to get better. Um, really. So they're short lived, but, um, if we're lying on, if we're lying on like, Hey, I'm happy. I'm just going to continue to be happy. That's where the problem is. Right. Like mm-hmm. um, we're not doing the, the things that cause us to be happy. We're not doing the work that causes us to be happy. Yeah. And you can be motivated by outside sources, but mm-hmm. at some point those outside sources, you're going to <laughs> 
like I, you know, when I first listened to David Goggins' book yeah. on audio, you mm -hmm. uh, can't, you can't hurt me. I, that's super motivating. I was like running a marathon. I was listening to it. I was running a marathon, but at some point the book ended, right? So it's like, okay, <laughs> shit. Um, now what the fuck am I gonna do? Um, mm -hmm. that was really pumping me up. But so I had to keep going. You just keep got to create yep. your own motivation, taking action every single time. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So the, the motivation got you there. Now what? Right. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. Not, motivation isn't going to help you get better at the thing that you're trying to do. Um, if you want to get stronger, like getting being motivated to get stronger is great, but that has no substance behind it. There's mm -hmm. no there's no plan behind it. There's no you're not taking actions to achieve that goal of getting stronger. So you have to build that plan, that routine and take action towards those whatever steps that you need to take to get stronger. And if you don't know how or, or what that looks like for you, right, that's when you can reach out to a coach or somebody that's done the thing and ask them for their personal experience, um, support groups, like we already mentioned. Yeah. Yep. Just being motivated isn't going to get you better just because you're simply motivated. Yeah. And I feel it's a really probably a top question besides um, how do I feel about intermittent fasting? Is, uh, <laughs> is, <laughs> how do I get motivated? Yeah. Yep. And I, and like the, the reason or not the reason when, when I get that question, um, I'm like, listen, if you're not motivated to take charge of your fucking health and then better your life, I, I can't help you with that. Yeah. I'm not be your own fucking motivation at the end yeah. of the day, determine your why having a really strong understanding why, what drives you is really important too. Mm -hmm. you know? um, if you don't have a why, let's start there. Figure out what that why yes. statement is. Plaster that shit everywhere. And your why isn't like, um, I want to lose weight so that I can, like for some people, maybe it's like, I want to lose weight so I can look better in a bikini and things like that. But I think mm -hmm. that superficial stuff like that doesn't get you yeah. very far either. It's, it doesn't. Um, like, I want to get stronger, but then why? So why do you keep asking yourself why? Yeah, why, right. why, why, why? So I want to get stronger. Yeah. Okay, why do I want to get stronger? Well, because... I love the way that it makes me feel. Why do you love, love the way it makes me feel? Well, because it makes me feel like I can fucking do anything. You know, mm -hmm. there's no better feeling than bending over, picking up my infant child or my, my toddler uh, that's throwing a temper tantrum and just throwing them like up, holding them up and over my shoulder or picking yeah. them up and it's, with ease, you know, that's quality yeah. of life. So like, why? Well, because I want to be stronger because it's going to make me feel better and it's going to improve the quality of my life. And it's going to help me live a, lo a longer life. Yeah. And we take exactly. that why and we use that on those moments when we're not motivated, when we're feeling down about yeah. ourselves, that constant reminder. And this is something I work with my clients on all the time mm -hmm. is revisiting that why. And the why is also, it's, it, it's, it's liable to change over time. And that's okay. Oh, as yeah. we, we grow, as we evolve as a person and we get further on into our journey, revisit that why. Maybe it does mm -hmm. change, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of the times it does. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and that's life, you know, it ebbs and flows just like with, um, you know, working out and uh, body weight and things like that, that stuff, it, it fluctuates throughout the year and that's okay. You know, there's yeah. seasons of change, right? That's the thing. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing. You know, mm -mm. it's like people are so focused on the end result, but what about the journey? Seriously, the journey, uh, when you look back, like I, that's where I learned the most is during all the shit that I went through and all the hard stuff that I was doing. It's like, you don't yeah. even think about that when you're in it, you're always focusing on the end result. but yep. what is that end result? When you get there, you're like, Oh, okay. 
This is mm -hmm. what I, not what I expected. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 And like, I could use my own current powerlifting me preparation mm -hmm. as an example, you know, that is my, my, I love having this performance driven goal that I set for myself. Um, yeah. You know, as part of that, you know, I'm doing, why am I doing this powerlifting meet? Well, I'm doing the powerlifting meet to push outside of my comfort zone to um, just buckle down and do something solid for a couple of months at a time um, to, to, to see what I can do to push myself. I'm not doing it for mm -hmm. anybody else. I'm not trying to impress anybody else. I'm not trying to compete with anybody else. Anybody else. I'm doing this for myself. Now, as part of that, you know, um, my body's changing. Of course, I'm losing weight. Um, I'm definitely getting stronger. Um, mm -hmm. So those are the things that go into it, but they're not the, what I'm, what I'm striving for. You know, I'm not doing this to lose weight. I'm not doing this to change the way my body looks. I'm doing it to really to prove something to myself and yeah. to continue just to um, get better, stronger and, and have new experiences. Now, do you think this is like a, one of the hardest things that you've done thus far or that are going to do like in this realm of like pushing your past your comfort zone? Hardest thing? No, but most uncomfortable thing, maybe um, mm -hmm. one of the most uncomfortable things, because first of all, I, I had been toying around with the idea of entering a powerlifting meet for so long that it was become, I had it up on a fucking pedestal at this point, Yeah, you know? So just the thought of it. And I, I mentioned to my coach many times, like, um, how many, how long do I need to get ready for, for a powerlifting meet? How long do you need? And, and this and this and this, he's like, dude, whenever you're ready, just tell me and, and we'll do it, you know? And I'm like, well, shit, I was hoping you would tell me, you know, but, <laughs> um, yeah. and then there's the guys at the gym. They're like, dude, why haven't you entered a powerlifting meet yet? Like, are you ever going to compete? I'm like, yeah, one day I will. And I kept saying one day, one day, one day I'll fucking do uh -huh. it. I said, enough is enough. The time is fucking now, or I'm never going to do it. Yeah. Especially like, with as much traveling as I'm, as I like to do, um, especially as much traveling as I pl have planned for the rest of this year, the time mm -hmm. was literally now or never. It, wouldn't, it wasn't yeah, going to yeah. get done this year if, if I didn't do it, because I'm going to be traveling so much. I'm not going to be able to train consistently. So I, I looked at the, yeah. my next couple, my next three months, I was like, you know what? I have like two, one or two trips planned during this time. I can do this. I can buckle down for eight weeks, clean up my nutrition a little bit, um, focus on my sleep and recovery, which that can be understated. Um, just mm -hmm. by focusing on getting a good night's sleep, how much better I feel. Um, yeah. but that's, that's, that's a subject for another day, I think. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, and, and I was, and I was entered in a powerlifting meet prior to the, the pandemic and then the pandemic hit. And of course that canceled that. So, um, so now I was like, yeah, I I'm doing this now for me. Um, because I know this is the best time for me to do it. So not that, right not that there's a best time for anything. Cause there's never going to be a perfect time. And that's what I was waiting for was the most convenient time and perfect time. So I just made it happen. Just had to fucking do it. Yep. Yep. Pull the trigger, pulled the trigger, pulled the trigger. Absolutely. So let's see. What are some of these, um, excuses that we can talk about too, that kind of fall in line with, uh, with motivation, right? Um, what are some of the most common excuses that we, that we hear and how can we kind of reframe those to, to see why it's an excuse? Um, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I think actually more than I'm too busy and stuff, I think is, um, I don't know where to start. Yeah. Maybe would be a good one. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. so, so then, 
paralyzed mm-hmm. by that. Yeah, for sure. Just thinking about it. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. And mm-hmm. when, when I hear that, like literally, what do we always tell? What do I always tell people? Go walk it, go on a walk yeah. right now. Literally yep. <laughs> take that walk, take that first step and you'll start yeah. figuring it out as you go. Start the, start with that walk, start doing that every day. You know, we, we I think we should re, uh, re, rename our podcast to the, the walk with Beth and Matt or something, because we, we love walking. <laughs> a lot of people are walking and listening to our podcast, which is so fucking yeah. awesome. I love that. I love, I do it. love it. I do love it. Just further um, affirms kind of everything we talk, we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just got to get started. So t- taking that action, that first action, uh, building that, building that discipline and just doing something. And it can be walking at the gym, you know, um, it could literally be, going to the gym, walking on the treadmill, just kind of yes. taking everything in, looking at the environment, like getting, getting familiar with the layout. Be like, Oh, what's that machine over there? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking about that machine. What do I, what does it do? How does it help me? Um, just building up that comfort, essentially that familiar, familiarity. I kind of pronounce yeah. that word in my head. So. <laughs> familiarity. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt that too. Like, well, cause I joined a gym here mm-hmm. and you know, it was uncomfortable. I get, yeah. I get being uncomfortable and I even am familiar with gym settings and right. know what to do in a gym setting. And I still was like, Oh man, mm-hmm. I got to walk in there and I got to sign up. <laughs> I don't know where the, I don't know where the equipment is. <laughs> it's intimidating, right? Yeah. Yeah, it can be. So I, 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 I totally get it. And I've been, you know, we've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like taking that first step to walk in and asking for help. You know, I had to ask for help. I'd be like, oh, can you, you know, where, where's this machine? Where's the lap pull down machine? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to ask questions. It's okay. That's why they're there. The yeah. The especially the workers and even other people working yes. on the gym. I would, I would be willing to say most people in the gym are there. Yeah. Like if you ask them a question, they're more than happy to ask just because I look like an asshole. Doesn't mean I am an asshole. Well, right. I kind of, I kind of am an asshole, but never in the gym. Somebody's in the gym. Like uh, there for it, you know, I, yes, love that exactly. for you. And I don't care what you look like, how much you weigh, how much you don't weigh, like where you come from. It doesn't matter right. to me. You're there to, to work on yourself. And that's all that matters in that moment. Even if you don't know how to use a machine, those people in there will show you, yep. uh, trust me, even the people that go in there will help you. Yeah. And if you're, and if you really do have that anxiety where you don't want to ask, like, because you're just too uncomfortable with it and it just gives you this crazy anxiety, you to it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I literally, even myself, when my coach throws me something new, I've never done before. Yes, it does happen. Right. Even as coaches mm-hmm. ourselves, we oh, still sure. haven't done all the movements out there. I'm like, how the fuck do I do this movement? So yeah, um, I'll literally in between sets. And when I see it coming up, I'll, I'll YouTube it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can, here, I knew what that was. I just didn't know what it was called or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. or look at the technical details. Um, YouTube is a great resource for that. Yeah. I've been using that lately too. I've been doing different programming and using a lot of cable machines. Now mm-hmm. where I coached at, we didn't have cable machines. I didn't use cable machines at okay. all. Okay. So oh, everything was just, for you. I love that. Yeah. Everything was barbell and dumbbell and, you know, no cable. So this, we're doing all kinds of crazy cable stuff. And I love it because I'm, you know, learning yeah. all this different new stuff, but I'm having to Google shit too. Yeah. And I, I actually went to a new gym the other day for the first time in a long time. Um, it, granted it was here in town. Um, so my son was over, over the weekend and he had some friends over and I had to get my workout in on Saturday. I had one mm-hmm. more day left in my week um, and he wanted to go play basketball at the YMCA with him and his friends, you know? So I was like, yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Um, 
I was like, shit, I still need to get my workout in. So what happened was he went upstairs in the, in the YMCA, played ball for an hour. And I went down into the basement and got a, got a workout in. Never, mm-hmm. never used that equipment before in my life. Wasn't familiar with the layout. It was just like an old school, like single room with all the equipment in there. Um, yeah. You know, very different equipment than I'm used to, but I made it work. And, and I was uncomfortable for sure, because I was out of my familiar environment. I, yes. I wasn't seeing the same people that I'm used to seeing at the same time working out, um, uncomfortable. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, especially cause there was this big ass bodybuilder dude in there and, um, you know, that could be intimidating to a lot of people when we see these big lunking guys, but they're usually the nicest guys in the gym too. Right. Uh, totally. Uh, I've never seen this guy before in my life. Like, um, so then you start getting that feeling of like, Oh, like, is he judging me? And even, I, I'll be honest. I, I felt that because I was, I wasn't doing like, I wasn't doing my heavy lifting routine. I was just doing accessories. So I was doing really lightweight for high reps and things like that. I was like, this guy probably thinks I don't know what I'm doing or something, you know? So I'm even guilty of that myself casting that judgment in my head, but I know it's just myself talking shit to myself and it stops there. I know that's not actually what was going on. I actually talked to him for a little bit in the middle of the workout too, because I I needed to use the Smith machine for something. And I was like, Hey man, you using the Smith machine? He's like, no, it's all you bro. And so we started talking a little bit and um, he's a, turns out he's a competitive bodybuilder and power lifter. He does both. So, which was really cool. So um, that was a really good opportunity for me to, to to meet somebody new. And now, you know, I followed him on Instagram and here we are. So that was just, that was just a few days ago. So yeah, see, it's, and I know a lot of people uh, get gym intimidation, but uh, I have to tell you that most of the people in there will help you rather than yeah. not, not. Um, yeah. And I know we see a lot of that stuff on social media and people yeah. are like, this is, this is why I don't go in the gym. Well, those are very few instances I have to, I have to say. Absolutely. Wow. Those are very few. And of course that stuff gets the, the attention, but yeah, most negative, people are no. good hearted and have good intentions. Yeah. And if that does happen to you, First of all, I apologize for that asshole. Um, but mm-hmm. that says more about that person than it does you. That's right. the, that's their, they're, they're the, fu- they're fucked up. Okay. Um, but also there's no place for that in the gym. So I would encourage you to, you know, there's a saying, don't rat, don't be a rat or no fucking rat them out. Go talk to management. Right. Like uh, this person is like making me uncomfortable. They're staring at me. They're mm-hmm. recording me if that's happening or they're, they're fat shaming me or whatever it might be. Right. Um, and then it's up to the management to decide what to do. And hopefully they do the right thing and yeah. sure it doesn't happen. If they don't do the right thing, that says everything you need to know either about that manager or that gym. Um, and it's time to find either a new gym or take it up with the person above that person. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be that uh, Karen, but sometimes it's okay to, to talk to the manager <laughs> um, or right. talk to the manager's manager. Um, Cause I, I, I promise you, any respectable gym owner will not want that going on in their gym, whether it's from a member, from a staff member, or from a client, um, uh-huh. from a staff member, anybody, there's no place for that. No place. Absolutely no place. Mm-mm. It breaks my heart too. Cause I got tagged in this video yesterday, um, of this woman, um, talking in her car after the gym and she clearly, she had gone through some type of a traumatic experience. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I got tagged in that too. Yeah. yeah and it was heartbreaking. And ultimately the message was, we need to do better. It's not like, it's not her, right? She's not the problem. It's our, our, um, our, us, the the comments we make or the things we do. And this is actually, this is actually a really good segue too. Um, have you seen fucking 50 cent getting fat shamed body shamed? I've been hearing about that. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That pisses me off. First of all, 
50 Cent looks fucking great. Like, yeah, I actually thought, I was like, he looks fucking jacked. That's he looks jacked. He looks strong. He's a thick old boy. He looks good. Like, but they were comparing him to Lizzo or saying that why, um, let her get away with, get away with, but uh, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, I'm like, this is what, what's happening, what is happening right now? Yeah. And, and here's what, when you're making, those kind of stupid fucking comments mm. on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it might be. What is that telling the person, like your friend or family member or acquaintance, acquaintance that is struggling with their body image? Right. Like, you're making fun of them too. Just because, like, you're making fun of Fifty Cent. You are making fun of everybody ever that has struggled with body image issues and confidence. Disgusting. It, it is. Uh, it is disgusting. It's and disgusting to me. I want. I want to be very clear. Anybody that is partaking in this fat shaming of Fifty Cent. You, you should be ashamed of yourself and you need to be doing better. Um, yeah. And that's not just 50 cent. That's with anybody, but he's just the most prevalent topic to use or the um, figure to use right now. Um, whether yeah. it be Lizzo or anybody do better. Like that is not, that is not okay. It's uncalled for. Right. And like, yeah. like you said, like we both said, he, he looks great. He looks healthy. Yeah. He looks strong. Um, plus he's like 50 years old. He's not, I know, he's not right? 25 years old. Like he was when in the club came out fucking two right? decades ago. Wow. Um, you know, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with people? I don't know. I don't get it. Like where, where do we get to as a society where it's just so okay for us to, to, to talk shit about people and guess what? 50 cent doesn't care about that, but other people do, yeah. you know, that's not going to phase 50 cent. You think that's going to bother him? No, but it's definitely going to bother your friends and family that are going through that. Yeah. Have a little fucking empathy. Yeah. That's been a good, that's been a common theme for me. These, these past few days um, on Saturday or Sunday, I made two videos alone talking about empathy. The one guy with the, you don't have time bullshit. And then mm, yeah. <clears throat> when he was literally shaming a woman in the comments, that said she was working 95 to 120 mm-hmm. hours a week. And mm-hmm. um, she chooses to use her free time to spend time with her f- kids. And yeah. he said, uh, doesn't fucking matter. Figure it out. Stop making excuses. Yeah, something fucked up. And that's what set me off. I'm like, no, fuck this asshole. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, Jesus. I'm getting, I'm starting to get fired up now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Drink my water. Drink my water. I know I've been drinking a shit ton of water and like with empathy it's it's, it is kids we like if we we are empathetic as kids we 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 have that ability to understand and feel what other people are going through even if we've never gone through it ourselves being able to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and what they might be feeling like um I don't know where that has been lost in translation over the years yeah. as we as we grow older and the more disconnected from life we or reality we actually are but somewhere along the line we've gone terribly wrong yeah something's got to change mm, something has got to change absolutely absolutely For sure. so the best we can do is like people like you my, myself um adam Wright, beefcake brina andy and uh elena zach all of our other friends and yeah. coaches on social media like we fight against that shit and we bring awareness to that stuff mm-hmm. um so and i don't think we can change those coaches minds that talk like that but i do hope that we can um influence somebody um that, yeah. in one way, and i know we do which is that ultimately that's what matters it blows my mind when I see coaches like that. It's like, oh, oh my God. Just. Yeah. And I get wow. it. 
I, I get it to a certain extent, right? Like they have a target market that they're going after. You know, some of those coaches, they're going after macho men, alpha male, yeah. which is bullshit anyway. But um, maybe that whole thing needs to die anyway. Honestly, it does need to die. This fucking alpha bullshit. Like, yeah, you've ever used that word to describe yourself or anybody else. You're not an alpha. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Real men don't have to talk about how fucking manly they are. Oh, God. Yeah. They just they just fucking do the right thing and they're not a piece of shit. Like, stop. I'm the fucking king, Matt. I'm the king. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And stop being a sheep, bro. Stop being a sheep. Be a lion. Be a king. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Hate it. I hate it. So gross. I think, I think it also has to do with like an age thing too. Do you think so? Like, do you think it's a maturity thing? Uh, I think it it can be. Yeah. I think, I don't know. You don't see like people in their thirties and forties talking like that. I think like young coaches just starting out, maybe uh, the macho shit. They don't know better. Yeah. And I I'll, I'll be honest. So. Like I, I said this in one of my videos recently, I've been that dumbass in the past when I was younger, you know, mm-hmm. um, then I matured and I, I started working yeah. with people. Um, and I like, for me, I've, I've seen so many different people and, in my years of coaching now, you know, thousands yeah. of people from all walks of life. Um, yeah. So there's, there's not this one size fits all solution for everybody. It's not just simply try harder or you're not trying hard enough. It's not this yeah, discipline. Yeah. Like when that's another thing, right? Like when people talk about people being um, in a larger body, they're like, Oh, they're just not trying hard enough. They're not disciplined or they just don't want it bad enough. Be like, first of all, it's none of your fucking business anyway, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, okay. So we said what we had to say about motivation. Let's, let's recap the motivation thing. You defeat motivation, lack of motivation by taking action, building discipline, having a routine and healthy habits, right? That's ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Action results, motivation. Yes. Do your actions, meet your goals. Thank you, Eric Roberts, Eric Mm -hmm. Roberts for that one. Love it. I use that shit all the time. So do I. (laughs) All the time. Your actions match your goals. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Ask yourself that before you do anything. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do matching what I want. Yep. <laughs> so, Is this going to get me closer or farther away? Yeah. Right. How does this, how, how does this help my goal? How does this help my goal? Yeah. Yeah. Also like sometimes something, you know, it's okay to not to, to take that break too. Um, and just not be striving towards it every day too. Cause we do need that break. Sometimes I want to be clear Yeah. and only you For can sure. do, and only you can dictate what yeah, yeah. that sounds like for you um when it comes to rest um recovery taking a mental yeah. health day things like that exactly that i want i don't want this to sound like we're just being these hard asses and we don't care about mental health because of course we do i think anybody listening knows that we do yeah, yeah. so I got to say, now that I'm going to change subject a little bit, you look very tan and I'm very envious of it. <laughs> and, you know, I've only been to the beach a few times. Too, Have you? But, Have uh, you? yeah, um, it's been cloudy. Today is actually a really fucking nice beach day, but I've mm-hmm. been, it's uh, a busy computer day. So, yeah. like, podcast day. Yeah. It's hard. I'm like, oh, fuck, I had a Zoom call at 9.30. Then I had another meeting at 10.30. And I'm like, fucking fuck. But, but I did take a walk on the beach this morning, but for my morning walk. So I, nice. Can't, I can't complain. I was already there, on the beach. 
there is no better feeling than taking a walk on the beach first thing in the morning. Oh, on vacation. My fucking God, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's like a ritual for us, for my family, whenever we're on beach vacation together is we might not all do it together, but at some point everybody's going to do it and it's going to go, it's going to happen in groups because everybody wakes up at different times. You know, we, we yeah. have this thing called, we call it, we call us the coffee club. You know, um, we always wake <laughs> up for coffee. Usually when we're going to a beach vacation, we have this nice house overlooking the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. Drinking coffee, mm-hmm. watching the sunrise, and then we'll go for our walk. And that's kind of our thing. Better. Nothing better. Nothing better. I love My cousin it. just texted me yesterday. What's up, Lisa? Um, she just texted me yesterday. Like, where are we going this summer? Because I need the ocean in my life. I'm like, you're right. We do. So we're, we're, we're going to be planning something to probably Florida probably, but like, let's mm-hmm. go somewhere where we haven't been before. So, so we used to go to the outer banks in North Carolina every year, um, yep. but I, you know, that, which is an amazing place, but like, yeah. kind of got like okay what else is out there you know so yeah we're we're thinking of buying a house out here um to come to in the winter nice hell yeah yeah you could always rent rent that out too uh yeah yeah so me and me hunter my husband and uh his wife are gonna probably go in on a house together awesome i love that we we always make that joke when we're out when when we're on those big big uh rental houses like well, how much is this house? Oh, 1 million. Right? That's, well, yeah. Easy. That's pop chump change. You know, yeah. joking, of yeah. course. Um, right. Yeah. It won't be a million dollar house, but it'll yeah. be something. <laughs> right. Right. Some of those houses are, are insane though. Cause when we go on vacation, it's like 20 people. So we need like yeah. a mansion, you know, to fit oh, all yeah. of us. So, cause we have a big extended family. Yeah. I, I love that for you. That's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Super. Be nice to have that getaway yeah. from fucking Maine winters. Oh for my sure. fucking god! The only thing is, is my son has to go to school, so mm. it's like figuring out. Like he's been out of school. He will be out of school for probably five weeks. You doing the right homeschooling now. thing then online or what? No, mm-mm. we're just we're you know he's we're doing a lot of I guess educational stuff. We've been to um, we're going to like Cape Canaveral and like uh, Kennedy Space Center and oh nice. So you get some uh, science in there, like, some history in yeah, there. Yeah. We've gone to aquariums. Uh, so, you know, he's like, he went to SeaWorld. And you know um, your kid, like if he can handle that. And if, like, if he's, yeah. if he's, if he's well enough equipped to be able to, to, to learn and if he's ready yeah. and mature enough to, for that type of stuff. So, yeah. So it's just figuring that out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. That's a gold mine is to have a beach house at some point mm-hmm. in my future. Like as a retire, once I, once I get rid of my current house, um, and I'm ready to sell, like my next move is either going to be into a van yeah. <laughs> or ah. a beach house. There's no in between, you know, yeah. a van so I can travel the country, um, or, mm-hmm. or both. Like, I don't know, but I think the beach house or the, the beach house is longer term, like when I retire probably, mm-hmm. but the van is like, you know, in my thirties and forties. So nice. I love that. That's why, I, that's why I see it happening. Mm-hmm. Although by then, you know, once my son graduates high school, I'll be, you know, in my forties at that point. So, um, that, that's when I want to do like a goal of mine. And I've already talked, started talking with my son about this. Like when he graduates high school to hike the Appalachian trail all the way through in yeah. one go, like six months, that, that'll be his, like his rite of passage type thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that. I, I'm super excited for it. Um, so I put that on the back burner for now. So I'm just going to go hiking everywhere else across the country and stuff, you know? Right. I mean, because we got the Appalachian Trail, we've got the the Pacific Trail. Um, there's all kinds of uh, historic trails here in the yeah. Country. And you'll be you'll be at the end of the Appalachian Trail this summer because that's where Katahdin is. That's where everyone ends at the Appalachian Trail. Oh, that, that that's in Katahdin. That's where they end. Yeah, 
Okay. So when we go, you'll be seeing a lot of people finishing their um their hike, their through hike. Awesome. I love it. It's really that. fucking cool to see people get up there and they're just dirty and they, they look like grizzly it. fucking Adams. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Like you look like you've been through hell and they're sitting. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I love I it. I love that. Oh, that makes me even more excited. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's such an amazing experience, except especially seeing those through hikers. They're just yeah. and they're fast as fuck. Like I'm up there, like they're like yeah, they'll billy goats like jumping rocks and i'm well, like they've, had, they've been down they've been at it for six me? months you know and plus yeah. they were probably i would hope they'd be training for it ahead of time too so, right yeah yeah Pretty that's cool. awesome i love that then for them it's that final sprint in the marathon too so they're they you mm-hmm. know i'm sure their adrenaline is just carrying yeah. them across that finish yeah, line of that mountain I'm done. Um, I'm done. and then, then there's going to be you and me probably getting our asses kicked trying to make it up there <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? We awesome. keep talking about this Katahdin trip so much. People actually ask me about it on, on like, when are you and Beth getting together? It's August, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so, yeah. Katahdin, yeah. you guys, I know, right? Yeah. Um, we got we to gotta start that group chat. Actually, yep. Iris is like, so we need to start talking about Katahdin. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. It's happening faster than yep. fast. Yep. Um, before we end the podcast, I want to pose a question to our listeners. We posed this question, I think on TikTok the other day, but if we were to start doing Mm. video podcasts, would there Mm -hmm. be interest in that? Because obviously we record our video already. So we, we could start utilizing it. We would have to clean it up a little bit and edit it. So there'd be a little bit of work from us, but if there's enough demand for it, we will definitely make that happen. So let Beth or myself know and send us a DM and and we, we can chat about it. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. I think that's a good way to end it then. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, Beth, enjoy. Go get some sunshine. Go get some beach time. I will. All right, talk to you soon. Definitely. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me, along with a text saying, oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes.